0: January 7th. Our Bible reading today from the New Testament will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. We'll read about praise. We should give only to please God and receive His praise. If we give to win the praise of others or to be able to compliment ourselves, we get the immediate reward. Praise. But we lose the eternal reward. We cannot get our reward twice, so we must decide which one we want. And we'll read about prayer. Our public praying is only as good as our private praying, and our private praying should be secret, and should be sincere and systematic. The Lord's Prayer is a pattern for us to follow so that we'll put God's concerns first and not forget to forgive others. We'll also read about possessions here in this passage of Scripture. We need things to live, of course, and God provides these things for us. But acquiring things must not be the main goal of life. You are living for things when they capture your heart, divide your mind, and control your will. And the result of this is worry. The solution is to put God first. And start living with eternity's values in view. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. January 7th, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Take care, don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired, because then you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give a gift to someone in need, Don't shout about it as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I assure you, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone, don't tell your left hand what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in secret, and your Father, who knows all secrets, will reward you. And now about prayer. When you pray, Don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I assure you, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father secretly. Then your Father, who knows all secrets, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered only by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, because your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be honored. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done here on earth, just as it is in heaven. Give us our food for today and forgive us our sins, just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do, who try to look pale and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I assure you, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will suspect you are fasting except your Father, who knows what you do in secret. And your Father, who knows all secrets, will reward you. Don't store up treasures here on earth where they can be eaten by moths and get rusty, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where they will never become moth-eaten or rusty, and where they will be safe from thieves. Wherever your treasure is, there your heart and thoughts will also be. Your eye is a lamp for your body. A pure eye lets sunshine into your soul. But an evil eye shuts out the light and plunges you into darkness. If the light you think you have is really darkness, how deep that darkness will be. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Psalm seven verses one through seventeen. We do not know what Cush said about David, but apparently he was one of the court liars who flattered Saul and made life difficult for David. When you have a Cush in your life, do what David did. Number 1. Be honest with God. David did not say that the enemy was telling the truth, but he was willing for God to examine him and punish him. He had nothing to hide. Number 2. Let God be the judge. It is wise to let God be the judge, because His judgment is always right. We do not see ourselves and others as He sees, so it is best to turn the matter over to Him. David was careful to maintain his integrity, and let God be his defense. And always remember to give God thanks, What does it matter that men slander us, so long as the righteousness of God prevails? And the name of the Lord is glorified.
1: Are you ugly with people? Are you selfish? Are you complaining and grumbling? Are you competitive? Comparing? Gossiping? Lusting? Frustrated? Angry? Well, wait a second. Remember... Watch how God did it now anytime the the Bible says watch God or watch how God does it uh, He's come to us in full HD display in the person of Jesus So the point is watch Jesus look at the life of Jesus the sacrifice of Jesus the love of Jesus The expansive love of Jesus now in light of that live like Jesus think like Jesus and act like Jesus now How are you doing? That's what Paul's saying how are you, are you doing, how are you doing? Do you look like Jesus on Mondays or Tuesdays? Again, this is not the moment where you're like, yeah, I'm nailing it. Okay, you definitely aren't. That's called pride. So for the rest of us, right, like you're already off to a bad start, buddy. Trust me. You little rich young ruler. Okay, so, but for the rest of us, you got to in moments like, these are humbling moments, which is not a bad thing, where you look and go, yeah, it's not great. Okay awesome we got some help coming your way today okay if you're like yeah i'm not i'm not feeling it actually not doing a totally great job in light of like does everything for us and doesn't expect really anything in return it's just extravagant and he just totally loves us and he's always there for us love like that so how you doing uh, not great not great at all okay no problem he says now wisdom is essential If you're going to do this, if you're going to live like Jesus and look like Jesus on an average Monday or ordinary Tuesday, you need wisdom. He says, I want you to walk wise and not unwise. Well, what is wisdom? He'll explain verse 18, making the best use of your time because the days are evil. He associates wisdom with a realization of how, how should I say expensive and essential time is. He's associating wisdom and time. Which is to say, those who are wise understand that the commodity of time is absolutely imperative and the most precious thing you have: time. Time is so beautiful, it's so precious. Are you utilizing the time you have? What are you? Are you wasting time? Are you negligent with your time? Or you recognizing that time is passing, life is short, you only got one shot. Jesus lived with an obvious urgency. He understood that his days and his moments were limited. Can you imagine traveling from eternity into time and space? That'll give you some perspective this time and space continuum it is it is going to come to a close and for most of us it is sooner than we think you say well judah i'm going to live till i'm 110 exactly sooner than you think this will all be done and over with he's saying are you realizing that life is short time is short are you using your time wisely
0: Psalm chapter 7, verses 1 through 17, Psalm of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush of the tribe of Benjamin. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors, rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong, or am guilty of injustice. If I have betrayed a friend, or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the ground. Let my honor be left in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Sit on your throne high above them. The Lord passes judgment on the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High. End the wickedness of the ungodly, but help all those who obey you. For you look deep within the mind and heart, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is a judge who is perfectly fair. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and ignite his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a pit to trap others and then fall into it themselves. They make trouble, but it backfires on them. They plan violence for others, but it falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. My child, listen to me and treasure my instructions. Tune your ears to wisdom. And concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and understanding. Search for them as you would for lost money or hidden treasure. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. And you will gain knowledge of God.